This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. Monique Demetina is a Melbourne-based singer, songwriter and pianist composer who has performed around the world across genres and settings, composed songs live on air within an hour and released solo and group albums. Monique performs with gusto, somehow always finding energy and a means to communicate directly with her audience including an upcoming online performance of her latest album, Tides. It is my great pleasure to welcome back to Bent Notes, Monique Dimitina. Welcome, Monique. Hey, David. What a joy to be back. It's lovely to have you back online. It's been a little while since we've spoken. I, I think a couple of years. Well, it's been a few years between albums for me. For a few years there, I was bringing out an album every two years, and then I had a bit of a break with this one. I, was, I, think, I think the last one was 2016. Right. So... That may explain our hiatus. When I read your bio, I can see that you have been a busy on-the-go person for many years, constantly playing, composing, performing, and yet this last 18 months in Melbourne has not really supported that type of a lifestyle. How has Melbourne's COVID lockdowns affected you, and what have you done to get through them? I am a mother of two. So last year, um, you know, it was getting across homeschool was the name of the game with two primary schoolers and I teach online as well I was doing about two days of teaching and composing this album I'm working on a PhD kind of I mean I'm enrolled in a PhD let's put it that way in musical composition so I was composing music whenever I could but you know you know the gas principle David how you if you've got a certain amount of time to do something you just make it expands out, the gas expands out to fill the space and you take all the time to do the activities. I think that's what happened to me in lockdown last year. I never seemed to have a spare minute, even though I should have had more time really seeing as we weren't running around commuting places and doing gigs and getting on planes to do gigs and all those other things that take time. Long and short, somehow it seemed, I seem to be very, very busy. Well, I'm pleased to hear that you've had something to keep yourself busy. You do describe yourself as a perfectionist, something that in actual fact is a two-edged sword, and you've given a TEDx talk about that subject. Does the lockdown help or hinder someone who is a perfectionist? And how does one work to ensure that the perfectionist component of our lives does not stop us from achieving something, for example, getting a radio program prepared in time to go to air? Very good question. I think we all have a perfectionist in us to some degree and the, the, the balance that we have to try and find is in just being happy with what we're doing somehow. That's, that's where it gets mucked up. I mean, we all want to do a good job, right? We do indeed. But if, we, if we're so obsessed with it being a good job that we, that we don't enjoy it and enjoy the process, then I think something a bit wrong with our our head settings. So I often think about mud pies. Oh. You know that feeling when you're a kid and you're making mud pies or you're at the beach and you're making a sandcastle, that kind of 
involved play yes that that we that seemed to come naturally to us when we were kids i try and get that going i want to have that feeling when i'm working on the music and performing it and that when you're in that space you're not critical of yourself you're just in the flow of the you're really focused on the music and so that that's kind of my lifeline that idea is my lifeline out of the kind of crippling critical perfectionism that that um stops you from producing things and and halts your flow getting something that will satisfy yourself that you've achieved something without necessarily going to the nth degree of perfectionism yeah yeah there's there's sort of a healthy desire to do well and then there's that crippling inner critic so we've got to find a balance in there somewhere where we're doing good work and we do have standards but we've got a bit of a sense of humor about it and we don't mind having egg on our face too much i think that's pretty important it's got to kind of be you it's got to be okay to fail i like your analogy of mud pies i remember back to when i was a child and my sister and i would go out the the backyard and i think helen would make the mud pie and put it in the old oven or the old stove that had come out of the kitchen and cook the mud pie, then get it out and we'd eat it. But my memory says that they were never perfect pies. <laughs> That's it. Fun, though. I, I do recall there's a lot of fun with those pies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably quite pretty. <laughs> no doubt. Which is not something we can say about your brand new album called Tides, and I'd like to have a chat about that. But before we do, let's hear a piece from the album which is called She Reads Me. Do the piece names, the piece titles come from somewhere particular? They all do except, well, well yeah, they, they all, the, every piece, they're attend on the album and each one of them had a very specific kind of emotional situation that was the emotional impetus for the composition except for one. There's one track called Superfluity that I didn't have any kind of programmatic idea about. And that one was the hardest one to write, so that was interesting. I've been thinking about that. All the rest, so this one, She Reads Me, I really had a specific idea. It's two voices that blend and intertwine without getting too enmeshed, and it's it's a kind of analogy of friendship, a really great friendship, and one in particular that I had in mind when I was writing the piece. Let's have a listen to She Reads Me on Joy. You are listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. You are listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9, where my guest is Melbourne singer, songwriter, pianist and composer, Monique Dimitina. Monique, your latest album, Tides, from which that piece comes from, came out of last year's lockdown, a time when connection with others was very challenging. What was the catalyst for composing and then producing this particular album? It was actually... The music that I could make within the situation, I need to be doing something musical or I don't quite feel like me, but the days last year in the lockdown were busy, busy with 
homeschool and with my own teaching and study. And so basically I had this hour, night times between 9 and 10, when the kids were in bed and I live in a terrace where I share a wall with the neighbours and their bedroom is, is on the opposite side of the wall to my piano. So I have to stop playing at 10 every night. That's the deal we have. So I had an hour for music making, composing, playing uh, to myself and I used that hour to make this album. So the pieces are all quite gentle, apart from that other one I was talking about, Superfluity. But they, yeah, the rest of them, are, they're very gentle and it was a, quite a tumultuous emotional time. So the tides seemed to be a pretty handy metaphor to um, plot the kind of themes that I was exploring musically. There's a lot of a lot of pieces about emotions in there and about relationships and the comings and goings of of the the tempests that we all experience. One of the things I've read about the album, Monique, is that you've looked to connect with your audience, but connect not just in us being able to purchase the album and listen to it but in terms of us being able to purchase the sheet music and actually appreciate it in a different fashion? Well, it's not something I'd thought of before, David, but I was conscious that during lockdown I was playing more sheet music because I've got a bunch of stuff on my shelves and if I had a minute I'd just pick something up and play it. And it is a beautiful way to find new music and to connect with, uh, with the composer and so I just thought, well, if I can't get out and do gigs, this is another way that I can connect with people that might like to hear this music. And so I did compose it with that in mind. It's not as improvised, this album, as my previous two solo piano albums. They both had a lot of improvisation and some tracks that were completely improvised. None of these tracks are improvised. They're all compositions. Some of them have improvised sections within them but all of them can be played even if you're not an improviser and I've, I've made the sheet music available on my Bandcamp page for anyone that plays the piano and there are some pretty simple easy ones and some that are yeah perhaps a bit more challenging. Well that's the way to do it you need something that gets you in and that you can play and then something that's a bit more challenging that you look at and you think oh, I'll need a bit of spend a bit of time on that one. It encourages you to actually sit down and take it slowly and, and build up as you go. And, of course, being able then to listen to the original from yourself helps tremendously in being able to pick up where all the notes should be going. Yeah, that's the idea. Mm -hmm. It is a lovely way, I think, to develop a, a connection. It, it's interesting how music does that. I, I play Bach most days and I've got so much Bach music on my shelves that I still have never played. So that, that relationship I have with a composer from, you know, the, the 1700s is, is continuing to evolve, which I find just magic. I've got my copy of the Serafina Lucid Dreamer, and you mentioned Bach. When I saw it, the first thing that came into my mind was Bach. Oh, really? Just, just the way it looks on the page. Yeah, and I, I I'll don't, take that. I hadn't tried to play it at that stage, but I looked and thought, oh, that looks like Bach then sat down and, and started to play. It's probably thought, the font I picked, David. It, it might, well, look, that might be it indeed. And or, I probably picked it because I love bark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
Due to lockdown, of course, it wasn't possible to launch the album in what we might call these days the traditional way about having a gig. How have you addressed that? Oh, pretty clumsily, I guess. We're all just doing our best in a difficult situation, aren't we? But I did manage to um, do a, a sort of launch gig with a restricted audience. I think we had about um, 50 in the room at the it, the piano store where the album was recorded, which is the Australian Piano Warehouse in West Melbourne. They have a beautiful performance space there with the flagship Yamaha Oh, I always forget this series. Is it called the SX series or the X series? Or anyway, nine-foot beautiful grand piano. Yes. And so I did a show there with Tony Gould as the special guest. I played Tides and Tony played some solo and then the two of us played in duet. And that show was recorded and filmed. It's been edited and, and produced up. It looks really gorgeous and it's going out as a stream this Tuesday night, the 31st of August. Fantastic. What a great way to do it. Yes. It's what we can do these days, isn't it? It is. Wonders of modern technology. Special guest Tony Gould in there as well. I am, have no doubt yep. that is going to be a very special watch. That's the plan. Yeah, I enjoyed You know, I've, I've seen this, the stream a couple of times and even I enjoy to watch and listen to it, which is, you know, it's sometimes excruciating to hear yourself. But they've made it so lovely that even I'm enjoying it. Well, that is good to hear when the performer enjoys their own performance. That is fantastic. It's a streamed concert called Live at the Store, recorded at the Australian Piano Warehouse in March with special guest Tony Gould. Combination of solos and duets. Tickets from trybooking.com. Just search for Monique Dimitina. The stream will be available to watch for seven days from the launch next Tuesday night at 7.30pm. Monique, thank you so much for chatting with me tonight on Bent Notes. My best wishes for the album Tides and for your continued creativity through the remaining lockdowns and into the new world post-COVID. Thank you, David, and good luck with Serafina Lucid Dreamer. Thank you. and Let I me think know how you go. I shall do so. I will, uh, it's, uh, well, I've got it in front of me at the moment, but it'll be on the piano uh, when I get it home and it'll be played every night for a couple of weeks until I get it right. Excellent. My very special guest has been Melbourne singer, songwriter, pianist, composer, Monique Dimitina. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9, and here is Serafina, Lucid Dreamer. been listening to a podcast from bent notes join us live each sunday night on joy 94.9 thanks for listening to another joy podcast brought to you by australia's lgbtqia plus community media organization joy help keep joy on air head to joy.org.au joy a diverse sound for a diverse community